0: You are listening to the Saifedele Podcast, episode 129, Discovery, The Evil You Know. The Saifedele Podcast contains adult language and mature concepts, so don't let your kids listen, because it's not for them. I'm not saying it's for anyone, but it's definitely not for your kids.
1: My friends and I have taken to sometimes sitting in the barbecue in the backyard and watching TV shows on our on a computer or laptop setup out in the backyard, and then one day they were asking me, how come we never watch boondocks in the backyard? And I was like, because we are too white to be blasting that show across this neighborhood at 1130 at night. Holy shit,
0: I would always the boondocks outside. That, <laughs>
2: that those are the words of a
0: wise man. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a respectful right. gentleman right there. <laughs> and, and do you
2: know what his name is? Cause I don't yet. Welcome to the Psy Fidelity Podcast. This is Michael. This is Patrick. And this is the wise guy wise man, Brian. Now, you had it right the first time.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So,
1: Stargate Origins. No. No. Oh, the no. other thing I had uh, okay. to pay for on the internet. Yes, that had been gone forever. Star Trek Discovery. <laughs>
2: He's was trying tr- so hard. With <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah, dude, we're never going to talk about Stargate Origins. <laughs> 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 it's never gonna happen. That
0: was it, all you Stargaters. That was our dis- review of Stargate Origins. <laughs> that was it. That was it right there. Enjoy it. You might want to run it back listen to that shit again so you can savor it all. Uh <laughs> I don't even know what Stargate Origins is, and that wasn't me leading. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't care. <laughs> all when it becomes a series, not a web series, what is that? <coughs> all it's the all lowest the people form of entertainment
2: that were like, oh god, I love Michael. Michael's awesome. All those people are like, yeah, fuck Michael. That dude doesn't give. He's not a nerd. Fuck
0: that guy. Yeah. All the people that said Mike yeah, was awesome. That one dude, you know. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I cousin. don't know that there's one. <laughs> my cousin. Yeah, that guy. I don't even think he would say it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, do you know my cousin? Because that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I know you. And
2: that's all I need to know. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Discovery. Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. Brian, since this is a Brian episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Lead us I, off, I, Mr. I was I under know. the
1: impression that you guys have watched some Star Trek, and that some of you even like Star Trek that I didn't like.
2: But, um, but well, I'm still a little mad at you at the whole Deep Space Nine is not really Star Trek. But that's
0: neither here nor there.
2: <laughs> you know what?
0: <laughs> Marina Sirtis said the same thing in an interview. Yeah. Yeah. So and you she know. can go
2: to hell too. <laughs> <laughs> You think I give a shit about that bitch? Because she was on Star Trek. I don't give a just, shit about that bitch. On Star Trek, she
1: was the adopted daughter of the of the mother of Star Trek. I don't give a shit.
0: I don't give a fuck about you.
1: Uh all right. Well, I actually like Discovery a lot. I I it's not my favorite Star Trek series. Um, but and I it was I, I loved it a lo- I loved it a whole lot. And I think as far as Uh, season ones go, it had the second strongest season one of any Star Trek series. What is the number Uh,
2: one strongest season, first season?
1: Oh, uh, the old 1960s Star Trek season one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Season one or two are the only good ones. Season three is terrible. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the few shows where Star Trek hit the ground running and, and then got worse, slowly worse. (laughs) But unlike. Every other Star Trek, which generally got better as the show no, went on. I don't know.
2: That first season of Next Generation was just prime TV. I mean, that was. <laughs> I mean, do you remember that episode where they went to Africa Planet? I mean, yeah. that's when they landed just, on Wakanda? Yeah that's, yeah, just, yeah, that's just prime television right there. Nothing at all racist about that shit. <laughs> nope.
0: Yeah, uh, that was their culture and that was, you know, you you have to accept them all. <laughs> the, the,
1: the the disturbing thing is when you go back and watch 1960s Star Trek, well they do horrible on issues of gender. Uh they're actually pretty good on issues of race relatively speaking and certainly better than that particular episode of the next generation. So when your your progressive 60s show is outdoing your progressive
2: 80s show, you're 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 done fucked up. <laughs> I'll give him this. It was one episode. I, I it wasn't like a perpetual theme throughout the series. I've gone back and I've I've quick again quick side note. I Friends on Netflix is pretty much a, always on in the background in my apartment, and I've come to realize that if you watch it nowadays, it is not the most gay friendly show. On the planet, there's a lot of off-color jokes about homosexuality on Friends. And it makes it pretty uncomfortable. Sometimes when you watch it now, you're like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> side note. <laughs> yeah.
1: I had the same reaction reviewing a 60s Star Trek with regard to gender issues, like the time Spock started making jokes at the almost rape victim about how that went down from her perspective.
2: <laughs> yeah, <What>? Spock. <laughs> like, I, think oh you should, I think you should come up with a new uh, podcast series called Yeah, Spock. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that time he got all horny and
0: almost beat the shit out of Kirk? Yes. Kirk.
2: Okay. Anyway.
0: Kirk had it coming. All the tail that he did he landed on that show. It was Spock's turn. He had some issues he had to work out. (laughs)
2: Literally. He had some issues he had to work out. He
0: had to work them out or death. Um, I love I love that a beatdown is equivalent to mating though, so that's cool. It's like, look, I either need to bust a nut or I need to bust somebody's face. Either one is good. Either one is good. I get me done, but hey. Uh, uh, speaking of handling gay issues, we've got Star Trek Discovery, which actually
1: gives us a gay couple and then kills off the gay black guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no! no. Yes, yes. He was too much of a of a minority. I, <laughs> I have made that joke so many times. Progressive Star Trek that says if you're gay, you either end up in a coma or your neck snapped. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that guy got angeled. He
2: got he absolutely angeled.
0: <laughs> this'll teach you Oh, well well, okay. So this that's will how te- you feel about that. This will teach high. you to do your job
2: proficiently. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, to be fair, was he really doing his job proficiently since he let the crazy man out of the containment field? Whatever. I don't know.
2: I That's true. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, that's why you don't give people the benefit of the doubt. I was watching that scene. I'm like, why? Why is he not just strapped down? He should just be strapped down. And every other scene with that guy, which since, can we just dive into this? Ever since they revealed that... I'm going to say it ridiculous plot twist that he was a Klingon who had had all of his <laughs> organs removed. Um, I'm like, why, why is he even mobile? They just strap him down. I don't know if it's straps or if it's a force field or whatever you want to do. Uh, we're just going to put you in this, we're in this dark corner and we're just going to leave you. We're leave, We're not going to kill you. Saru said, we're, you know, we're elevated. We're not going to kill you. That's fine. Don't let anybody else walk next to him. The man's crazy, crazy. Yeah, no,
2: he's got rights. He's equal. Let's just keep him
0: separate. Let's just keep yes, him separate. Yes, but yes. he's
2: equal. <laughs> he has the
0: right not to get shot in the fucking face. That's that's the one right. The rest of them, look, you done snapped our chief engine, uh, our chief medical officer's neck. Uh, well, to be fair, fuck
2: to be fair, while we're in an much, alternate dimension, pretty much yourself. from the moment that was a well-known fact. <laughs> That he was the one that did that. That is pretty much what they did. <laughs> yeah, they, they kept him under
1: close. He didn't. He didn't. Wasn't able to cause any problems after that point. <laughs> yeah.
0: At least. Well, whatever. You know what? After that thing came out, I was like, oh yeah, uh, fuck this guy. I don't give a shit about him. Uh, if you want to space him, I'm cool with that. Just get. They, don't, they, they, just they did him space no, him. I know. They know space him. I know. You just got your him, wish. And then they beamed him aboard, which was a waste. They should just like you know what? Let that storyline just finish. It's Done. No one cares about that anymore. That and and what's her face? No one cared about her anymore. Your whole portrayal of Klingon sucks anyway. You can go fuck yourselves. Let's stick yeah, with gonna, this alternate universe thing and be so, done with it. So
2: you your your feelings once the season was over was that the Klingons were the the whole big massive change was not worth it? One yes no one it wasn't Are you worth referring it. to
1: a change in culture or a change in makeup change in makeup. Oh, okay,
2: change in was in it primarily? Was it was a change that? in culture? I don't I know. Like, eh, it's close enough. I felt I, that I it was a little up. bit different, but that may be what they were going for. I don't remember the Klingons being well. Now, Kling—I could totally see Klingons being xenophobic. Uh, but
0: <laughs> oh, hey! So uh, can can we jump into that? So. Yeah. I I completely see the Klingons as being xenophobic, right? Yeah. So when they yeah. go to Quonos and there's like a whole little non Klingon area, I'm like bullshit. Fuck this. this yeah, is all I thought bullshit. that was
2: weird. Look, I'm all for the show and I liked what they were going, but I thought that was it wasn't enough that I was like I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm I call this bullshit. But it was enough that when I was watching that finale, I was like, now that's weird. Now this is their home planet and there are humans here. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> yes. Not yes. it wasn't enough that I was out or that I was getting called bullshit, but it was enough humans? that it drew my attention. <laughs> were there humans there? Yeah, there was totally just a whole bunch of human stragglers.
0: Well, oh, I remember
1: there were Clint, lots of uh, Orions, but I don't remember. I was Clint remember. Howard oh, human? Was,
0: yeah. Clint Howard, I think, was human. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he, was he was an Orion. Was Clint Howard was, was a, he green?
2: Yeah, there oh, were definitely right. humans because there were people there giving tattoos, and I remember that a few oh, of them yeah. were human.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was that.
2: enough humans that... Uh, it's also it, it worth was... keeping
1: in mind that in Star Trek, you can find humans on all sorts of different planets that have no knowledge or cultural connection back to Earth.
0: No, no. Those are humanoids. I mean, these are straight-up humans.
1: Where Did they say something ter- that related back to Earth in some way? Or dress in some way that
0: related back to Earth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every last one of well, them. Well, I will say yeah. this.
2: Before... Um, the Mr. I'm a Klingon now guy, uh, Tyler. Tyler, when he, uh, yeah, don't dignify him with a name. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I'm also not that big a fan of that particular character. I'll just be entirely <laughs> honest. When Tyler started speaking Klingon, they did make the point hey, they're just not used to seeing a human speak Klingon. And so they clearly were making the assumption okay, that he was enough. a human.
1: No, no, they did they, the, the word human was used. and Yeah. <laughs> <So>. Fair enough. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Okay. I stand down on that point.
0: <laughs> right quick. So it occurs to me that some people that listen might not actually watch Star Trek Discovery. And instead of saying, fuck them, let's bring them up to speed because that'll help me vent some rage about this stupid <laughs> plot point. All right, um, so-
2: so, so do there we want to just ki- do – let's I'll, do I'll, an no, no, overview no, no, for the season. We'll do
0: it as we go because if we do the whole thing, then uh, we'll, we'll get caught in the weed. Well, so well I there, think I can do a quick, like, 30-second one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. All right. There, no, because it doesn't have enough rage to it. Look, there is a guy – so they find this guy. He's in a Klingon prison. They rescue him. They bring him back. the The captain makes him chief security officer without, like, any sort of, you know – the psychological leave, or like, hey, you know, here, take the ink blot test and well, say you cool.
1: Uh, and who was in charge, that still makes sense to
2: me. No, I know, uh, I know. Also, but whatever, also, part, I look
0: past that. I also, dealt with that. Also,
2: given that the previous chief of security was the Cylon, I think that was a pretty good choice.
0: was <laughs> <laughs> Was she a Cylon? Oh yeah, she was. She was. <laughs> she was the one that space Kaylee's kid. All right. Uh, um. So. Uh, so, who? <laughs> Which was all explained, so I'm I'm fine with that, because it used to bug me. But anyway, so this guy, now, all of a sudden, he starts acting weird, and then, you know, starts killing some people, and then they come to find out that he was actually a Klingon, and the Klingons wanted to get a spy into the Federation, so they took this dude, and they cut him open, and they, like, cut out. All of the, they cut into his organs to make his organs look like he was a human. So he's got all this scar tissue on him. And then they sealed him back up. So he looks, he looks good. But he's basically a Klingon. Um, you know, who's just been had cosmetic surgery to look human, which if you know anything about any of the, the, the Klingons from like next generation on, they go to great lengths to state that their physiology is wholly different than that of human they have all sort of redundant organs and all this other shit well, just so a matter go, of pulling out all the extra organs you don't you need four kidneys pull out just extra two organs, kidneys brian that's not how this shit works you know if you pull out extra organs then there's space for extra organs and when they scan you and go yeah, oh but, yeah but did you look at these two like one of them head. is uh,
1: the, the tyler the, the post-surgery guy <laughs> is much smaller and thinner
0: See, do you see how he is contorting to make this bullshit sound plausible? <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Brian. Anyway, go ahead. Right. So, anyway.
2: I, I'm just going to go ahead and say that on this particular plot point. Maybe, maybe because I also liked the first season, but maybe we let that go. Maybe we accepted that maybe it was hey, a pile shit. I will
1: say this: <laughs> if I had been writing it, it would have been some sort of genetic resequencing thing that they just injected him with that went and rewrote his DNA to be all humanish, and then the the cell or body grew around it, which is probably just as much bullshit science as the organ transplants. You mean, but it's at least something that's been established as a thing in Star Trek.
2: Yeah, that. That Tyler story became a literal Frankenstein story. It became a
0: literal Frankenstein story. And you know why they did that? Because to fit with this new dark and gritty thing that they're doing, they have these little quick flashes of them cutting into this guy and like cutting through organs and blood and operating table. And like, oh, we fucked everything up so that he could do this thing for the glory of the fucking empire. Whatever. Whatever. Bullshit. I will Whatever say that this, bullshit is. I, I will say this: it you
2: was say not dark the and, best
1: techno babble. You
2: you say dark and gritty with so much disdain <laughs> that I do want to point out that yes, this this show definitely had more dark grit than your average, but it wasn't like. Watchmen. That was a total... This was a slightly darker no, no. Star Trek. Stop,
0: stop, stop. You're <laughs> comparing it to Watchmen. I'm comparing it to all the other Star Trek shows. No, no,
2: no. And I'm saying it uh, is. It's it is.
0: really significantly
1: darker than what we saw in Deep Space Nine. Well, no,
2: well hold on. Let me just say this because, yeah, that's kind of the point that I was getting at. I don't think... This show is darker. It is. But I don't think it's wildly
0: darker. I just think uh, it's kind of darker. That's kind of the But the difference point. is... is <laughs> that in Deep Space Nine it was good and so it just kind of blended <laughs> in whereas here it's just a, it's just a reason to snap the neck of the gay doctor that's the only reason that was in there it made uh, whatever like hey I'll tell you this like the part where they're on uh, 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 Georgiou's uh, flagship mm-hmm. and they end up eating like one of the aliens, which is the same as Saru. Mm-hmm. That's dark as fuck. But you know what? It worked well with the story. Yeah. So I. So it just so, blends in. It's oh, not yeah. like, hey, look, we're being dark for dark's sake. So, 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 I where like were the re- dark
1: for dark's sakes moments you
0: didn't like? Uh, I thought we just went over it. The the, you... the, 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 the surgery stuff. You cut into that. Cut no. Just, yeah, cutting into him to okay. so you can show that. I would actually oh, yeah, say was yeah, that that also whole show storyline. like some random flashes of him having sex with his Klingon chick. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I'll, I'll actually say the whole Tyler. That. That's the a beautiful thing.
1: the whole sex is a
0: beautiful thing.
1: quit shaming
2: the klingon sex (laughs) the whole tyler storyline was not great blah i i would say this now if we're gonna talk dark and greedy storylines that i think worked i think the big twist that uh the captain was actually the mirror universe version of himself the whole goddamn time that was awesome (laughs) yes i agree (laughs) that was a really good twist that actually made sense and gave color and credence to stuff that had been happening since the first episode like when you go back and you watch it you're like you know this makes a whole lot more sense when you realize that's a mirror universe version of that guy so (laughs)
0: okay so let's let's be clear so i i i watched the whole thing i'll come back for season two um it's not my favorite star trek but you know it's, it's not star my trek favorite ish. either so <laughs> so whatever it's cool i love that uh i love that twist and that twist did actually explain away some of my uh primary issues with the show the show being that the captain was not very aspirational at all he was he was he was a damaged individual trying to get through this war and i don't think that fits into the whole star trek thing but then when you're like oh well he's basically the evil version of himself, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, well, then that that solves all of my issue with that. So that's, all right, cool. All right, that uh, you know. Yeah, the, I did think it was interesting
2: that you got that cool plot twist, and then literally right after that, you got one last episode with the guy. Because I'm like, well, of course he has to die now. And, and yeah, I'm well, like, no really? Cares about Why him couldn't he just get away? He would have been an awesome recurring character if he had just gotten away. This is me arguing for not the darkest ending, Patrick. Yeah. I want <laughs> you to remember this moment. Wait, wait, make. him dying is
0: not... Is the darkest ending.
2: <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Him dying is the darkest ending for that character. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, for that character, but not for the show as a
1: whole. Now, here's the big thought I had. And it, it's not that I dislike, or I, it's not even that I don't buy what happened. But it occurred to me that if you're trying to be logical about this, uh, Michael goes and sides with evil Giorgio instead of evil Lorca. Yep. In the big showdown on the, the, the Terran Empire mothership or whatever. Um, why does she do that given that she knows Lorca is, uh, is the evil is the evil you know, whereas evil Giorgio is the evil you do not know. I, and there's no real evidence in the episode that one is superior to the other, or more ethical to the than the other, or, so or more easy to manipulate so than the other. It's just you know, Lorca worked really hard to keep Discovery alive when it was, and the people on Discovery alive while fighting that war with the Klingons. You do not know if Giorgio would do any of that, ex- put any of that extra effort in so to keep the crew alive.
2: You're touching on one of the themes. Of that whole season, which was her guilt about what she did to start the mutiny, yes. and honestly, that's the only reason that it, that explains any of her actions towards the mirror universe, Giorgio, because she's the emperor of the Terran Empire, which would imply she is the worst Terran yes. possible, and yet she glosses over that logical yeah. fact entirely, I mean- and that. But I buy that. I actually buy that only because the show had been building since the first episode, her guilt over her actions in that pilot episode. So I honestly felt like, did I think that what she was doing was smart? No, but I bought that's what she would do.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm on the same page there. I just wanted to see if you guys thought the same as me as that there was no real difference between the two other than Giorgio had, had, oh, no, must, there's no, a difference. That, that Michael, Michael had issues about wanting to save Giorgio.
2: Right. And that no, that was there's the a big, difference. Giorgio, Giorgio was
0: worse. <laughs> no, 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 no. There is a difference. And that difference is Giorgio had not betrayed Michael. Lorca, Lorca had, cause yeah. Lorca had been hired, had been Fair lying point. to her. This entire, like the entire show, yeah, right. And also, he'd been lying to her because he has, like, you know, weird, a creepy mirror yeah. universe boner for her, yeah. That was, and, that was uh, super weird, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, now that he's like, now that it's been revealed, he's like, hey, girl, come, come rule the universe with me, like, whoa, 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 all right, no, 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 it ain't, no, it's not gonna be that, Sorry. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no,
2: know, and that's another one of those things you would be like, "That's
0: creepy. Why would you do that?" And then you realize, "Oh right, that dude's tearing, so that makes no. total sense." Yeah. <laughs> well, he's tearing. He's been doing. He he had a thing for her, like you know, for mm-hmm. like years now. Yeah. yeah, and he's just been slowly trying to work his way back inside. So <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever.
1: So it was not. Uh, it, it, it wasn't just down to to Lorca quoting Donald Trump or something. That oh well, fuck that guy. So did he quote Donald Trump? <laughs> he said he wanted to make the empire glorious again wow all
0: right i I missed that completely yeah um, i kind of missed that all
1: right so do you think there was another
2: wait wait i gotta i I just gotta point this out real quick this is a side note this is not a it is political but i just think it's funny somebody pointed out that trump's new campaign slogan for 2020 which is keep america great was also the slogan for the movie the purge election year (laughs) And I just thought that was awesome.
0: <laughs> I was nice. like, all right.
2: Apparently somebody didn't do their homework when they suggested that.
0: <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> please hold. I am going to go, I'm going to check one thing, and then I will be right back.
2: I just thought that was hilarious when I thought
0: that <laughs> So, actually, I, I wonder if it's a... Uh, 'Cause my thing is, I wonder if you if you type in Keep America Great, does it pull up the purge? Probably or? not. <laughs> <laughs> well I, then still, I don't know what the I hell still, else you expect. I still to man feel like somebody should have looked into that. <laughs>
2: right I just
0: thought that was hilarious. <laughs> they should have copyrighted that shit also, before that movie came out. Also, Anywho. also to
2: be fair. What the fuck else was his slogan going to be? <laughs> no. uh, Better
1: to rip off a Dynastopian sci-fi movie than the Ku Klux Klan, you know, like he did la- with his last year sl- last time slogan. All right, all right, so. all right, all right. Let's not get into <laughs> all that. See what you
0: did? See what you did? I know. I want you to look at this, and I want you to realize this is your fault.
2: I, it's Brian. Uh, there's no. only so far you can go mm. before
0: it gets completely political. <laughs> Don't
1: start nothing, all won't right. be nothing. That's well, what we always say. Well, back to the Discovery. Um, it The... The biggest plot point that kind of I had to do a whole lot of mental gymnastics to wrap my head around was the idea that uh, Cornwell would put evil Giorgio in charge of Discovery, knowing that she was evil Giorgio. Uh, And that that I just really had. I finally just said, well, if Cornwell is Section 31, maybe. uh, And this was supposed to be a suicide mission. I guess I can kind of see it, but that was about, I had to work really hard for that. And it occurred to me, it wouldn't have been nearly as hard if Michael had sided with Lorca and rescued Lorca and brought Lorca back. And then they would just be putting the guy in charge who had already proven himself on the ship over the last year. Somebody.
2: Yeah, uh, but that guy wasn't coming back. There was no way you were getting that guy back. Also. You're talking about a plan. You're talking about an event before she got back, as if she knew she was going to be able to bring somebody back. You have to remember that was not a plan. That oh, was no, no. something that just came up.
1: <laughs> no, I was just wondering if there was an earlier version of the script where Michael does rescue Lorca instead of Giorgio, Probably and then not. Lorca plays no. the rollout of, right. that we see in the final episode.
2: So I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, I honestly think that. Plot point, because I agree. It does for me. It's not even Cor- Cornwell that that confuses me. It's Sarek. Why would Sarek go with that? Like, even if I thought the humans were on their last legs and they were looking for any little thing to save them, I could somewhat buy that the Federation might have done that. I don't buy that Sarek would have agreed to it. Well, this is uh, the guy who said, it's just logical. blow the
1: fuck out of the Klingons yeah. when they in the first episode. How do we do with the Klingons, sir? Uh, you know, just blow the fuck out of them. First chance you get. All make, right. you, well, make them so respect you. I, I'm just so, saying,
2: I do feel like that the whole show, because it's clear that this is where they were planning to go from the get-go, that they had an overarching story, and the whole overarching story was um, Michael does something in the pilot that mirrors something that the Federation does in the last episode. And then Michael's the one that saves uh, the ideals of the Federation, despite the yeah. fact that she's the one that put us in the situation. It's clear that that's what they were going for. And I can respect the long-term planning that they did, but I don't know that I buy how they, how they got there. Now well, it's it, it's the difference between the show being, uh, 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 an eight or a seven. Like That's for me, because of that, it's a seven. I still liked it a lot. Yeah. But I did think that was clumsy.
0: <laughs> so let me say, let me just say that this is, is emblematic of my issues with the show in general. As, as like a sci-fi show or in space or trucking around, it's fine. It's great. Whatever. As a, as a Star Trek prequel, and being in the same vein as Star Trek, this is where it falls down. Th- Cornwall and Sarek and everyone else, not just with this decision, but all the way through the entire series, uh, they have been falling short of the ideals of the Federation. I had an issue when they're like, oh, we can make this, uh, this mycelium network thing work if we take this random animal and jab it with, you know, spikes. I mean, that's, That's some shit that, and it, and even that, that's, that's some fucked up shit. And even if, say, one admiral was like, no, that's cool, you know, ends justify the means, the fact that everybody else on the ship, like, everybody else on this ship, and everybody else in the Federation Council, and Sarek, and, you know, all of them were like, yeah, no, that's cool. No, 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 torture that animal. That's fine. Um, all of that, it just, just doesn't seem to be, the federation that we have established and i know that this is like you know 10 years we don't have a lot
1: of data on how the federation treats non-sapient creatures
0: i will also make the Uh, point uh, now in next generation data didn't get ripped into pieces for arguing that the exocomps were alive so we shouldn't we shouldn't just detonate them and use them as bombs. So it even says for any form of life, you just can't go around killing it. Well, and Picard I, didn't go ahead and shoot off that that big giant baby thing that was sucking power off of the shuttle bay. So, it's just uh, you're yeah. also so, comparing it to a
1: hundred years later. So there's a lot well, of cultural it, like that so can six. happen in a hundred years.
0: That that was a,
2: that was a point that I was about to make. I will say that a lot of what we're talking about is the ideals of a much later thing. So I will no, say, no, no. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, Let me, I'm, let me I'm saying the ideals of even Kirk. Well, let, let me finish my thought. Well, all I was going to say was, because I, I don't disagree with you, Patrick. I'm just trying to make the point that I, I think I see what they were trying to do, and I think it was clumsy. I think what they were trying to say is that this is earlier, but I'll also say that this was earlier and during wartime. I mean, even D Space Nine acknowledged that much in a much better way, <laughs> they acknowledged that a lot of the Star Trek Federation ideals were being... Um, are kind of being excused in an effort because it was wartime, and I think that was kind of what the show was trying to make. I do feel like they made that point clumsily. <laughs> Cisco po- it
1: wiped out the ecosystem of an entire Class M planet just to catch some Maki renegades.
0: Compare that to what happened to Ripper. <laughs> it- um, so that is... Okay, that's a little bit different. We can go into that whole thing. <laughs> so, so I will say this. So, Deep Space Nine. No, 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 because that was a personal. That was a personal vendetta. And I, if he would have been allowed to continue, I'm pretty sure somebody would have put the kibosh on that pretty quick. But he was really pissed off at that one guy that uh, betrayed him. So also, and, he and, does
2: acknowledge and, that that was not his best moment. Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> exactly. And the, so, the, so the difference is like so from Deep Space Nine to to whatever. All the other Star Trek shows, regardless of what happens, it, it 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 is people who have these high ideals that are trying to do the best thing that they can. And if they fall short of it, they like they beat themselves up for it. Like they feel guilty about going, well, if this is what we gotta do, this is it. And we'll try really hard not to do that. That's what all the other shows are. Um, but on this one, they're like, eh fuck them whatever uh yeah I, I i haven't got a problem with it let's do it again i seem yeah. to recall stamets having a couple of
1: speeches about how upset he was about what wartime had done to his research i see my uh, that, that was basically michael burnham's whole arc was, was feeling angst that was over michael
2: those burnham's issues
0: arc was her not being happy with what the federation was doing <laughs> only because only because she got knocked on her ass, but that's fine. That's fine. She she was the one person who was like, "Hey, Star Trek Federation ideals." Everybody else was like, "Eh, whatever." And so well, I don't know if it as, was everyone as, else. It, okay, it was people Tilly, in power. Tilly wasn't, but most everyone was like, "Eh, okay, whatever." All the other main characters, like the Cylon. Come on, that 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 she was damaged okay like she yeah. was damaged when and before was- up to this point i thought that uh Lorca was damaged till so i realized that he was just evil <laughs> um but i'm like this is a guy that has experienced some some horrible shit in wartime mm-hmm. but instead of you know aspiring and recovering from it he is just in he is driven by his fear mm-hmm. and so was Rika Shirma. That's I know. I know her Cylon name, not her discovery <laughs> name. um That's that's pretty good because I didn't know that. um yeah, yeah. I will
2: say this. I want to be fair. When you say all the other characters, I don't really feel like all the other characters were represented because I don't feel like I don't remember any of this discovery character's name. But you know the Guillermo del Toro guy, the guy who's in everything. <laughs> Yeah. Saru. Saru. Saru, Saru. Saru. didn't seem, Saru seemed like he was trying to hold, I would honestly say most of the main characters, you didn't get their viewpoints. Yes. You can't really make the well, argument. So then it that doesn't, so then it
0: doesn't count. If they don't get to speak, then who gives a shit what they think? Because we're not hearing their voice. Now, Saru, I would say he, he kind of, he kind of grew over the course of this season. Mm-hmm. Cause when, you know, now, understandably, when Michael first comes on, he's all bitter and shit, whatever. But then, you know, he kind of grows past that. Oh, we can sense the coming of death. Incidentally, that is also stupid. And I, that's whatever. They should stop saying that because it, it means nothing. Um, so, oh, my ganglia can sense death. Really? Are you, are, is your fucking species immortal? Well, then it doesn't fucking work. So shut the fuck up. Hey, hey, to, hey no, they said they could sense death.
2: They didn't say they could
0: stop death. But yeah. What's the point of sensing it if you can't do anything about it? You Get got the, the hell hey, out of the way. Like, you run away. Day. It's the that's, difference that's between that's a curse. That's like I can see my own death. Hey, also well, shit. Just because <laughs> I can't you can change it. Hey, just
2: because you can sense death doesn't mean you can stop old age. <laughs> 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 hey, for the last
0: 10 years of his life, that guy was sensing death the whole goddamn time. <laughs> but the whole but the their whole thing was, oh, we can sense death except you you're still a prey species. So and look, obviously it's very clear that you are stronger than humans. So you shouldn't be prey to too much. So, I don't even, whatever. It's, it just, it doesn't make any sense. It just I will like say there seemed to be there a there slight
1: inconsistency line. from one episode to the next about the impl- implied mechanism of that. Yeah. Does he, cause once or twice he actually gets, uh, scared when, like, um, when Michael shows up, he gets scared and the uh, ganglia uh, extend. Yet we know especially having watched the whole season, Michael is not dangerous. So they will get false positives, but there's another case where she used uh, Saru to try to detect whether or not Ripper was dangerous and the the, the ganglia did not trigger. Um, and she decided that was a very reliable indicator that Ripper was not inherently aggressive. And, but if it works by some sort of psychic my, subconscious mind reading, then it should be able to tell that Michael's not dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I think as,
0: the, as, uh, as a spy, Sense goes, kind of sucks balls. I would just actually throw say that out
2: I think the main reason why it didn't bother me is just because, <laughs> as a as a lifelong reader of Marvel comic books, yeah. I have. Just accepted that that particular power has always been bullshit. So yeah. I, it didn't bother me when it showed up in Star Trek because I'm like, let's be real. Spidey Sense has always been inconsistent and
0: bullshit. So I've never really cared. Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's, not, a let's not 60... bring up Spidey Sense. Let's, 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 let's bring up the Spidey Sense because we'd have to have a discussion about that. I would need to see some examples because every time, because all the years that I read Spidey, I Spidey Sense was great. As they, I just pointed out, like, they weren't entirely consistent with it, but I think it gave,
1: it was worth having in the show because it offered new ideas and new frames of references and new things to talk about. It made the show more interesting having it in there. I would have preferred okay. a slightly more consistent writing of it, but I, I, I enjoyed having it in there and I think it, it, it
0: helped me well, it make it, one of my... And bullshit about and, new frames of reference. Don't talk to me about that shit on Star Trek. That's not what Star Trek's about. <laughs> I will say this.
2: I had the same issue with it that I have with all Star Trek prequels, which is I get it's a very story point thing, but discovery had this in spades, (laughs) which Mm. is there's a lot of shit that's showing up here, like alien races, like cerus or technology that they don't fucking have 150 years later. It's just weird to me to have that shit. Now I get why you have it here because you have a sci-fi show and you want it to look cool. And I'm all for that. But that's why it weirds me out when you do a Star Trek prequel. And I I will honestly say whenever you hear, whenever I hear the phrase Star Trek prequel in general, I'm, I'm accepting that this is not going to
0: be my favorite Star Trek because they're going to do some shit that I'm going to have a problem with. (laughs) I, I understand now why Saru is getting all those false positives. Because it turns out his species is going to be annihilated. That's why you don't see him. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's just going on it's all the time. Like, where, the fuck like,
2: is, where the fuck is this alien species? We all we all <laughs> going to die.
0: I'm sorry. I don't even know. I don't. I just, what am I going to be mad about this? No. There's something's going to kill all every last one of us. Well, generally being, like, we like, look at Star Trek. It just blinks us out of existence. It we generally <laughs> look at the
1: Federation through the lens of Starfleet, and the idea that there's a whole lot of uh, Kelpians in Starfleet seems pretty unlikely. It seems yeah. like Saru is probably one of the. Brain- Bravest
2: of his people. Um. Well, and also, to be fair, uh, it's entirely possible, which is, I think, what Brian was getting at, is that there are a ton of Kelpians out there. You just don't
0: ever see them. So Yeah, because they got smart and they ran back so they can sense death coming. Um, I yeah, like how, I like how the it.
2: podcast listeners Can't see it But I feel like I have to point out That whenever Patrick talks about The bullshit Spidey <laughs> says He always <laughs> like wiggles his fingers Behind his head yeah, And I'm yeah. like <laughs> That's pretty hilarious, and I feel like everybody should know that he's doing that. <laughs> they, they, as long as we're on this topic,
1: out. I want to give a shout out. Doug Jones acted the fuck out of Saru. He did. That he did. Was but amazing. When does Doug
2: Jones not act the fuck well, out yes, of Saru, but
1: I mean, on paper, Saru sounded like a disaster to me of a character I was really not going to like or enjoy at all. And I, he ended up being like my second favorite character on the show. Have I, you ever
2: seen a Guillermo del Toro movie? Because you've seen Doug Jones then.
1: I, I, I've seen. Ch- yeah. yeah, no. I, I've seen Shape of Water, I've seen Hellboy One and Two,
2: I saw the uh Pan's Labyrinth. Ever um, since that movie won an Oscar or won the Oscar, I guess I should say, everybody doesn't call it Shape of Water, they just call it that fish fucking movie. Yeah. Why not just call it mm. Grinding Nemo? <laughs> oh nice. That is um, awesome. Did you come up hey, with that? By the way, no, I didn't. By he the did way, not.
0: I've seen that before.
2: Oh, wait, is it copyrighted? Because that, as far as I'm concerned, is the title of this episode.
0: <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. Can I just okay? Um, one last thing, because we're, we're we're over. Yeah, we're running um, way over. We're well, it's not way over yet. But one last thing. Um, did either can either of you guys explain why Michael was trying to out uh, Georgiou on that in that last episode? When she's like, oh, well, where did you grow up and where are you from and 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 all that shit? What what possible purpose could that have? I assume she had the
1: same problem with that plot twist that I did. That this is stupid and we should stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and it made yeah. me like her
2: more. <laughs> I, I honestly think that was what it was. It was just it was just a bunch of people that were like, Are we really doing this? Is this is this what we're doing here? I, I I need the I need the audience to know that some of us disagree. Some <laughs> of us in the writers' room did not agree to this,
1: <laughs>
2: uh, and we just
1: want that to be known. <laughs> I, I wanted to say, my favorite thing about the show was that it's had a brought it brought back to Star Trek in spades a deep abiding reverence and respect for science and objectivity. And, and gathering data and 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 looking at the big picture to solve problems rather than this action pack go go-with-your-gut, J.J. Abrams bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's been, uh, it's always been part of Star Trek, but they, they, they laid it out explicitly that, you know, again and again throughout the show, well, let's stop and look at this. Let's stop and collect some data. Let's think about this logically. They didn't always necessarily make it as logical or as rational as we'd like, but they explicitly said that's what we're trying to do and that's what Starfleet does, and that's the Starfleet way. And I really appreciated the fact that science is important and cool and solves problems in Star Trek again. Oh, I loved that about that show.
2: I, they they made Star Trek great again. Um <laughs> I, I will I will, they made, I will they made Star make Star Trek point,
1: scientific again.
2: I will make this point. Because I've I've heard a lot of people after the season ended that made this point, and I don't don't necessarily agree with it, but I feel like I have to bring it up because I've heard a lot of nerds complain about this. There's a lot of nerds that disagree with you, and I honestly feel like they disagree with you because there was an action scene or two, and I honestly think a lot of people feel like any Any acknowledgement that j J Abrams brought anything to Star Trek is a negative, and they don 't want to acknowledge any of it and One of the things that I did like about Star Trek discovery was. Yes, there is some of that Abrams DNA in there, but I felt like they did it right. They acknowledged yeah. that there was some fun to be had with the action scenes, but you didn't have to go all the way to the extremes of the, the next generation well, movies. watch the 1960s Star Trek. There's fist fights and gunfights and starship yeah. fights all right. the
1: time in 60s Star Trek. I
2: know, and, but that's the thing. That's all Abrams really did. Was, I mean, he took it to an extreme, but that's all he really did was to bring that back. And Discovery, I think, was trying to find a balance...
0: Between Uh, those two things, yeah, Uh, I'd say so. Abrams didn't bring that. Abrams didn't bring that back. There, there were there were spaceship battles and fights and all kinds of shit, and in the movies and the TV shows, that shit was there. It was there in Spades. He didn't bring it back. He just took all the other parts out of it. You have have to work hard to find an original series
1: episode without an action scene. It's easy to find Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager episodes where there's not a fight of some sort. Where there's tension and danger and maybe it could turn into a fight. But it's not that hard to find an episode where there isn't a fight, uh, where nobody actually shoots somebody or some such. And
2: and, and I think this basically comes down to the original Star Trek was going for this whole Wild West in space thing, whereas, and I'm not saying this as a negative, I love Deep Space Nine and Next Generation and Voyager. I think they were going for more of a hard science fiction that occasionally had action, whereas I feel like the original Star Trek was going for action that occasionally had science fiction. (laughs) I, I honestly feel like they were going for more of a balance of the two, whereas I think the next generation era and the deep space nine era was going for the, we're a hard science fiction show that occasionally dips its toe into action. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I have a problem with that. I love that. I'm just saying, this is what I mean by bringing something back. It was clear. It was making more of an effort to raise that aspect of it to a higher level. Now I do think Abrams maybe went, definitely went too far, (laughs) but I think discovery was their way of, lowering it again but not lowering it all the way back down to what the next generation era was just lowering it to back to a uh, good blend
0: <laughs> yeah. alright alright fine 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 <laughs> Ian, you love it you want to suck its dick that's great so uh, <laughs> if you guys want to suck some dicks uh, I don't know where you would go for that but if you want to listen to this podcast you don't know <laughs> uh, then you uh, you would go to sci-fi no, 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 we're pimping now. No, shut up, shut up. Uh, scifyshow.net, where no one knows where to go to get their dick sucked. Uh, <laughs> wait a second, is that what I meant? Yeah, close enough, whatever, I'll go with it, because we are already started it. Um, so scifyshow.net, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, uh, at scifyshow slash scifyshow. Uh, hey, go anywhere if you want to find the podcast, if, you know, you're listening to this in somebody else's car or in somebody else's house while they're asleep whatever uh, you can also find it just go anywhere that you would look for a podcast so you know iTunes search service we're on that who knew right so uh, sci-fi podcast you'd look SciFiDeli podcast not sci but uh, but yeah that's it so uh, until next time this is Patrick this is Michael this is
1: Brian Star Trek is back. And in the words of the Vulcans, it is most satisfactory.